our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Sometimes in our lives, we all feel like I'm called to be here in a place or I'm at a set place in my life, I'm designed to be here, but I feel like I don't belong. The enemy is good at that. All he does, it's like his dream, it's like his job, is to make you feel that you don't belong. And sometimes we forget that when Jesus calls us, he also clears us to be what he wants us to be. The enemy doesn't really care about how we feel or anything else about our emotions, but what he does is he wants you to feel like you don't belong. I was reading in the Bible about a woman in the book of Matthew chapter 15, and I'm going to read it to you out of the New Century Version, and we're going to start at verse 21. Jesus left the place and went to the area of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from the area came to Jesus and cried out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter has a demon and she is suffering very much. But Jesus didn't answer. Jesus did not answer the woman. So his disciples came to him and begged him, tell her to go away. She is following us and shouting. Jesus answered, God sent me only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. Then the woman came to Jesus and bowed before him and said, Lord, help me. Jesus answered, it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. The woman said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat from the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered, Woman, you have great faith. I will do what you ask. And at that very moment, the daughter was healed. Jesus, leaving there, went along the sea, the shore of Lake Galilee, and went up to the hill and sat there, stopping at verse 29. Is something when Jesus is coming to you, but in the process of coming to you, he allows himself to be revealed to you. And sometimes the things that you face around you are not only just for you, but there may be a cloud of witness that need to see what is going on in your life. 
As we look at this woman's life, it is similar compared to ours in many different ways. We look that Jesus was coming to her, even though it seemed like she was coming to him. But Jesus said, no man come up to me unless he be drawn. So you had to look at it. The Holy Ghost was drawing her to him. And yet we look at this woman addressed him as who he was. Yet he was with his apostles and how many of them really addressed him as who he really was. If you look how she addressed him. And she remember in the Bible, they said, when we look at verse 21, she cried out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter has a demon and she is suffering very much. See, the first thing she did is she addressed him as who he was, Lord. His apostles also addressed him as Lord. But she said whose son he was. See, the thing is, anytime you would see an Old Testament name, you need to know the name and what it means. See, she came out of a place and the enemy knows that where you come from and wherever you've been, there are times in your life where you're just like this woman come out of Tyre and Sidon. See, in Tyre and Sidon, they're hunters, they're subduers. They go after what they want. They're persistent. They don't stop until they grab what they need. See, because she come from a place that was good for fishing and they were hunters. That was the way they survived. So she came looking for Jesus. So she was looking for what he could do for her. And she was not willing to let go. She was willing to hunt after him. She was willing to pursue. See, when you hunt something, you have to stalk your prey. When you're fishing, you have to be patient for it to take a hook for it, for your bait to catch. See, because when you fish, it's a patience game. When you hunt, it's a patience game. See, when she was coming after Jesus, it was about the patience. See, because if you hadn't looked at the scripture, the first thing about it is the enemy tries to confuse your mind is that you, you start addressing him as Lord and the enemy goes, you talking to God and he ain't doing nothing. But look how she addressed him. He said, Lord, thou son of David, have mercy on me. She addressed him as who he was, the son of the beloved. And if we understood that he was a son of the beloved, not even an apostles even addressed him as the son of God. They addressed him as Christ, but they didn't address him as his formal title, as the son of God. This is what she did. She addressed him as saying, Lord, thou son of David. The word David means beloved. She addressed him as saying, Lord, the son of the beloved, have mercy on me. She was asking to do something that only he could do. Have mercy. And she addressed him as who he was because she was going to something that he created. It's just like when you have an issue at a store, you don't ask for the, the, the supervisor, you ask for the person in charge. So what she was having a problem with was one of God's creations was a demon that was afflicting her daughter. So she went straight to the source. She came straight to the head. Lord, thou son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter has a demon and is suffering very much. She went to the head. So many times in our lives, we allow the enemy to make us feel like we don't belong. When the apostle, even though she asked and she begged him, he didn't answer her. We find that because she didn't, the apostles wanted to throw her away. They want to say, Lord, they begged him, Lord, send her away for she cried after us. See, sometimes in coming after Christ, we, we startle people. We make things uncomfortable for people around us because we're no longer looking at them. She was going to the head, to the person who created the situation, to the person who was in charge of everything. Everything had to obey what he said. We look and when Jesus, when, when Jesus did answer, he said, God sent me only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. See, if we don't understand the word, we don't understand something. 
He just gave her a permission, but we couldn't understand it. What they didn't understand, the people sometimes around you, when you're looking for God and they're attacking you, making you an enemy hazard, making you feel uncomfortable, is the fact that the matter is that God is trying to reveal something to you and show you what he's trying to do. He's trying to get you to hold on to him around the people about you. Just because there are people that are walking with God doesn't mean that they are that close with God. See, because these were his disciples that were begging her to go. They were telling him, send her away because they didn't have the authority to send her away. See, the thing about it is what God was trying to show you in this purpose was that when you come after him, there was nothing that can send you away from him except for him. See, they couldn't say go away from God because they had no authority to send her away. And what the enemy does is he wants to give you makes you feel like he has the authority to send you away by the attacks and the badges that he does. But what in actuality was they had to ask for permission for the Lord to send her away because they had no authority to send her away. But when he spoke a word, it was a word that she needed to hear. He said, God sent me only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. See, the thing about it is the lost sheep. The word Israel means he who wrestles with God and mentally prevails. He sent her and said, I'm only sent for those who are willing to, to hold on to me till you prevail. And upon hearing that, the woman came to Jesus and bowed down and worshiped and said, Lord, help me. She didn't care about what was going on around her. She was saying, Lord, help me. She beseeched him, worshiped him, put him in a place all by himself again. And upon putting him in a place by himself, Jesus answered, it is not right to take the children's bread and cast it and give it to the dogs. The woman said, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. See, because what she knew was that it wasn't, I don't need their food. I need the food that falls from your table. See, because she had the right idea was the fact is, but most of the time we want something from somebody else's table, but we don't want what comes from God's table. And because until we see the part that God, we know until we see the part that we need to eat from his table and stop eating from other people's table. And that's why we're always hungry. We're always starving because we don't eat from his table. The enemy wants you to eat from anything and everything that isn't from God. We look at the purpose. We look at saying, if I get my education, if I get this, I'll get even better. But what God's saying, eat from my table so that I can end the afflictions in your life. If she would have listened to the apostles and the afflictions that were going around her and not worship God, she would have gave up and her daughter would have still been afflicted. See, there are things in our lives that have been afflicting us for the longest. And what God's saying is, hold on, eat from my table. Stop eating what the enemy gives you. Stop eating from the other people's table. Eat from my table. What I give you from my table is what he's been saying. See, because the enemy knows that if you eat from the Lord's table, he can't talk to you any which way. He can't send you away from the God's president. See, the thing is what you have missed so many times in your life is that the fact is we start looking at the word is that he revealed himself to us because he was coming to us. He comes to us and the enemy can't stand it because he can't send us away because when we come, when Jesus comes to us, only person that can send us away from the presence of God is him. Even the apostles couldn't get this lady to leave because they had no authority to. They had to beg Jesus, say, Jesus, sit her away. And he didn't even answer. Notice that he was, they were begging him, Lord, send her away for she cried out to us. He didn't even answer them. The conversation was between him and her. See, the thing is that the enemy loves to look back and say, it doesn't matter what the people are saying. It's between you and God. That's the biggest thing that we have to face today in our lives is that it's not between the people that are around us and saying things. It's about the conversation that you are having with God. 
that thing that is assigned to attack whatever it's been doing, God has allowed it so that you can have a conversation with him because whatever's been plaguing you, only he can fix it. You've been going everywhere else and hearing everybody else's thoughts, but at the end, it's about whose table will you decide to eat from? She says, I can't eat from the children's table because it's not enough, but if I eat from your table, it is plenty enough. See, because we live in a society that if you notice that if a person feeds a dog from his table, they usually give him a big chunk of food just as much as they eat. See, because if you look at it, because most people had dogs and dogs were a companionship. They were something that as you look back and say, if you had a dog, you were going to take care of it just like you took care of yourself. So in other words, you're not going to give him scraps. You're just going to give him some good food. So in other words, when she looked back and said, I'm a dog, but I can eat from your table. See, because what they missed and what most of the time we miss when we look at the scripture is the fact of the matter. She was saying the dog eats from the master's table because he said, it's not me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord, but it's true. She said, but I'm a, I eat from your table. She said, the dogs eat from the master's table. And because of her remarks, she said, oh, woman, great is your faith. Be done unto you. Then he would leave from there and go to the mountain of Galilee and begin teaching. God has been coming to you, but we have been allowing the enemy and people around us to drive us away from the things that God has been saying to us. He's standing right there. And he's right before you. He's not letting you go. You've been plagued with the same problem over and over and over again. And God wants to break that demon off, He wants to break that curse that's been keep coming at you. We don't talk much about it, but in actuality, what's been plaguing you is a demon. And the truth is, Lord, thou son of David, have mercy on me, is what she was always saying. Instead of just beseeching the Lord about our problems, we beseech everything else. It's time that we start eating from what God gives us and not from the thoughts and the actions that the enemy gives us. The enemy will tell you all day long, you sick, you can't make it, you're upset, you can barely function, you don't do anything right. But if we take the time and look at what God has done in our lives, we'll find out that we've been doing great. We find out that God has been coming to us. And every victory we have is because he's been coming to us. Like we talked about before, he wants you to be proud of the things that he can do. See, because when Jesus did what he did, it became a testimony. She said, I went unto the Lord and no matter what opposition stood against me, I found that no one can drive me away from his presence. He has to take me away from his presence, which he is not doing. Nowhere in there did he say he drove the woman away. He embraced her. And the enemy loves to sit back and say, because God's not responding to the way you think he is, that he's not there. He is. Listen. He's listening. He's been listening to you. He's been trying to talk back to you at times. And we miss it. Don't let the enemy make you feel that you don't belong. Because remember, he's beseeching. He can't drive you away from God. Only you can take yourself away from him. And God doesn't have a plan to run you off from him. His plan is to bring you in close. No matter what happened to this woman, when she was seeking Jesus, they couldn't send her away from her, him. And nor did he send her away from her. He embraced her. He talked to her, the word to her, and she was able to talk back to him. See, what we missed out of the whole conversation is that you have a relationship, but the problem is, is you're letting the outside things influence your inward thing. She refused to give up on talking to Jesus. She somewhere balanced it out that no matter what was going on, those things were not able to stop her. 
Beloved, don't let those things that are coming at you stop you. They can't take you from Jesus. The enemy's thoughts bound by your mind. They can't take you from Jesus. Start feeding your mind with the things that God has for you. Look at the victories that you have, the days you've overcome, the hours that you made, the weeks you overcome. We all battle depression. We all battle sad moments. But we got to look back and say, every day the Lord has given me victory over. Every morning I'm succeeding over. Every day I'm alive, I'm beating the situation. I've got to start speaking life to myself. Whatever you're wrestling with, you're not wrestling with it alone. God's got people there for you to talk to. You're not dealing with anything alone. Let God be in your life. And I want to talk to you today, and the topic that we've talked about today is Jesus is coming to you, and nothing can take you out of his presence. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come before your people. I thank you, Lord, for the word that we're able to express, Lord, that has been a blessing to those that hear it, God. I ask, Lord, that you would impart this word into their minds and into their hearts, Lord, that they'll be able to live it, Lord, that this word paparates into their mind. Let them reread the scriptures, Lord, and start to realize, Lord, that no matter what they're facing and no matter what's going on around them, Lord, and whatever the enemy is saying and whatever it seems like he's trying to drive them away, Lord, that they can't be taken away from out your presence, God, because only you can remove us from you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, for confidence, Lord, courage for those that are around us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you listen to the podcast today and it's been a blessing to you, please subscribe, share it with others. Post it on your Facebook, your Twitter account. Let it be known. And also check out the website at Living in the Light Life Lessons. site.io. And remember, God really does love you. Sometimes the enemy makes us, bombards us with everything that we have going on, and we feel like we're trash. But no matter what, God is still there trying to talk to you. He hasn't given up. He still reminds you of your dreams, your promises that he promised to fulfill in your life. Even though the enemy wants you to feel that God has given up on you or that you can't be healed from your affliction, God is right there. And want us to quit. He wants us to move on into him. And if you don't know Christ today, I'm asking that right now. If you don't know him, say this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to come into my life and be Lord. I ask this in Jesus' name. Lead and direct and guide me so that I may be a blessing to others. Restore unto me a right mind and a right heart. Allow me to change into your way and not mine. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, make sure you share it with somebody that you gave your heart to the Lord. Get yourself in a good Bible-believing church and stay in the Word. Get around other believers. Get around those that can encourage you to do more in the Lord. And if you've been walking with the Lord for some time and you've just been feeling like, I've been asking God about this thing and it seems like I'm at the edge and it seems like I'm not going any further. But sometimes if you looked at it, the more you've been seeking him, the less and less those problems have really been bothering you. It's just that every now and then it shows itself. Your healing has been happening in your life, but it's just the fact is that sometimes we focus on what isn't being healed. So the fact is we forget what is being healed. Maybe you're looking and say, this problem that I got, I don't want it to pass on to my kids. 
what she had was an issue that the enemy had probably been plaguing her and now it was in her daughter and it was causing a bigger problem. She went straight to the master. So whatever your problem is, take it straight to him. Pray. Get others to get involved with you and praying about it too. Not only that, pray for your family. Cover them. Seek the Lord about healing in your family. Beloved, whatever you face, remember God is with you. Remember to keep your hands in his. Stay in the word. Keep growing. And thank you once again for being with Living in the Light. Life Lessons show. Have a blessed day. I look forward to talking to you again. Our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord. That's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus' footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah.